0: So lately, I've been overthinking so many things, uh, especially um, the way I see the point of view of my uh, my life and the process of overcoming uh, anxiety lately. Uh, So I've been finding myself in a position where I am surrounded by a lot of people, and me trying to step out of my comfort zone and say hi to people or get close to people or um, let them in, in my bubble, my comfort zone, you could say. And lately, I've been struggling with that so much that, um, when I'm surrounded by people, I automatically go towards people that I already know and feel comfortable with. And stepping out into that scenario, uh, causes me so much anxiety that I start to, um, you know, take a step step back and, uh, put myself in a position where I feel safe and I isolate myself from people um and lately this anxiety overwhelming feeling has emerged lately for what reason I really don't know and I'm trying to pinpoint where it has uh, where it started and uh I wasn't like this before when I was uh Well, when I was younger, I was, but lately, you know, I outgrew this feeling, and it wasn't overtaking me as much as it is now, and I've been wondering what really is going on within myself and within my mind that is causing me to manifest this feeling within me, and I really want to get to the root of this one because... It has created such a border line that I really need to step over this, because in the in what I do and what I love doing, uh, it has to involve me communicating with people and and it has to involve with me like reaching out to people and talking to people. And lately, it's just my anxiety has gone off the roof, and I try to. Do things to avoid me meeting people or me talking to the less, but le- talking to less people, less people the better. I think that's how you say it. And it um it has been overtaking me. So what I've been thinking and like jogging my memory and how this has come to be, um more of an issue now than it was before and it is uh, I recently been introduced I think this is what my feeling is is that I've been introduced to this new place this new environment and by being introduced to this new environment has caused me to reanalyze uh, my whole sense of being as in before I enter a comfort zone where I was already uh, talking to people, getting to know people, and letting people in um, was a hard thing to do at the beginning, but then I got used to it. Now I get introduced to this whole new environment filled with so many people, and it has really triggered me, uh, It has triggered my anxiety more, because... I am such an awkward person at times, I do so many awkward things, and people just don't get it, and people just don't get me, and it has caused me to, like, retrieve myself into this comfort of a shell, as you could say, and it has really, really, really been something I've been struggling with for the last couple months. Now, I've, uh, I've met new people that has tried to pull me away from that state of mind, but that's something also that has triggered a lot more other feelings within me because, um, well, first of all, uh, I don't like being pushed, and second of all, the more you push, the more I tug away, and third of all, it's just, ah, you gotta let me be me, you know, you gotta let me take this process or or make this transition as smooth as possible for me, Um, but um, it's just that I've been being pulled out of my comfort zone, out of my anxiety zone, and um, there's times that they push so hard that uh, I completely shut down. And I go into, uh, like, autopilot. And and I just ride the wave and just let it take me. Uh, I meet people and everything. But what this causes me, since I'm in autopilot, I don't remember names. I don't remember faces. And I don't remember the conversations that I've had with these people. And... Next time I see them, I don't know anything about them. I don't know their names and anything like that, and that makes me feel even worse because I, I, am sh- usually like a very outgoing person. Once you get to know me, but if you come up to me and hey, how you been and everything, all comfortable, all chill and everything, but I was an autopilot when I met you. It makes me feel worse because I did not pay attention to you. I did not acknowledge you. I did not, like, I did not make uh, an imprint in my brain of you. And that bothers me. And that's something else that adds on to my anxiety that when I'm on autopilot, I don't remember these people and I don't know anything about them. And it makes me feel more anxious to the point that, like, it makes me feel that why even bother getting to know people? And that's another thing that I like meeting new people, meeting, uh, like, knowing who they are, um, getting to know them and everything. But also lately as well is that, I've been learning a lot about not overstepping and not over, um, not over stimulating questions or, cause once I get curious about you, once I get, uh, um, that, uh, curiosity, because yeah, curious about getting to know you. I tend to ask you many questions, ask you uh, sometimes uncomfortable questions because I the more I know about you the more of an imprint you make in my brain. And that's very valuable to me because an imprint in my brain means more than just an high and by or how are you how are you, how are you or casual conversations because for me making an imprint of you in my brain is more acknowledgeable than any other person or any other thing because I get to pinpoint something interesting with your face, with your characteristic and it helps me get to know you or know you. Uh, I don't know if I'm explaining this but it's a very weird way that um, my brain functions I always relate names with other things. I usually relate your way of moving, talking with other things in order for me to make that imprint in my brain and connect the dots of who you are and where you, or what what do you do, things like that. Because it helps me get to know you and, you know, not forget who you are. And... And so so lately, it's just been something that uh, I want to work on and work towards. And it's just so hard now because I'm surrounded by more people. And the thing is um, that's been bothering me as well is that more people know my name and who I am than me knowing their name. Because I haven't really gotten the chance to sit down and talk to them and make that imprint of them. You know, because they just walk by, say hi and bye. And lately it's just, I meet people and it's uh, overwhelming. Honestly, it's overwhelming. And it's something I, I am working on really hard. But it, it, there comes a point where if I could avoid, avoid the whole situation, I will totally avoid it and not bother even getting to know people. But um, lately, that's what's it been happening. And I'm wondering, like, this whole anxiety, like, episodes that I get, like, how do other people deal with it? Or how do other people, like work around it or towards uh, towards that anxiety, because I think anxiety is just, it comes in different shapes and forms, and it attacks you differently every time, so, so differently, especially um, if it's more of an emotional anxiety or a mental anxiety or just a, a stimuli, like stimuli, like stimuli, anxiety, if I could, uh, uh, if I could explain myself, uh, better, but, um, usually for me, my anxiety is just faces, 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 and, and then people, like, being surrounded by so much people, um, there have been occasions lately that I've, been on autopilot, and I know your name, you tell me your name, and then I interact with you and everything, but it's just, the next day, it'll, it's like a clean slate, you know, like a clean tape, and I don't want to, I don't want to do that, like, I don't want to keep doing that, I don't want to keep adding to that, and one of the things I've been working on sports anxiety is pushing myself like i push myself to the point that where i know i can take it rather than when other people push me and they push me so far that i'm on autopilot and that's what they get uh i could be outgoing and everything i really don't know how i do an autopilot because i'm mainly not there Like, I see myself there, I feel myself there, but I'm not really there mentally. I am there physically, but mentally, I am shot off. And my autopilot personality, it's outgoing, um, very interactive. But my mind is just not there, and it's not it's not a good thing but when I push myself I push myself to a point if I feel anxiety anxiety I push and if I feel more anxiety I push myself a bit more but I do not overdo myself to the point that I am completely shut off and then I might on autopilot because like I like being there in the present I like being there observing and op- observing um like everything around me, you know, and taking everything in, because it helps me, but if I feel that I can't take it anymore, like, okay, this is it for me, this is my dosage for the day, so I retrieve, I retrieve, and then I slowly go back, and recharge, or just, you know, have a a alone, uh, alone time, you know, me time, and it helps me, and lately, it's just uh, things that I've been working on, anxiety, anxiety, that I never thought I would go through this again, because I, as a child, I used to go through it a lot, and in order for me to like cope with the things I was going through when I was a child, um, I gained many char- characteristics. Like, uh, I was the funny one. I was the clown of the class. Or, you know, sense of humor was a coping mechanism. Um, just uh, the way that my... I think my personality got built around all of these insecurities, all of these um, problems. And they built the person I am now. Now, me trying to reprogram all of that... Uh, it's taking such a long time, such a process, but I know it's not impossible, I know it's not something that um, I'm gonna quit anytime soon, because it's, you, there, there comes a point in our lives that we do get tired of the way that we're feeling, we do get tired of the way that we are processing, or walking through this earth, because it's just, those feelings are so overwhelming and you get tired at times of everything that's going on around going on around you that you are craving for that change you are craving for that new thing to come into your life and it gives you that boost to like keep going and right now in this process that I'm going through and pushing myself through this is, uh, it it is a hard one, but not not harder than my, uh, depression, than the depression, because it's not mine, because if I declare it, if it's mine, you know, it sticks with me forever, this is the way I've, 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 I've been learning, and if I call it my, um, if I call it my, I call it my uh, anxiety. It makes it feel mine. And um it's just little things like that are are really, really overtaking me. But um yeah, sorry I'm a bit distracted right now. I got some couple messages. Um but yeah, that's uh something that I uh I am working on and have been working on and it's just uh, it is a process like I've said before it takes uh, a process it's a process and it takes steps and it takes you know conviction of uh, you know like recognizing that there's a problem recognizing that there's something that you need to work on because it helps you a lot it helps you a lot um order for you to understand it, you have to find a root to it. And my root right now is uh, a new place, uh, new people, and so many overwhelming feelings, especially the one of me not fitting in. It's a big one for me that um, sometimes it's the way I am and the way I process things Makes me feel that I don't fit in within that norm, and and because of that, I uh, that's why I tend to isolate myself. That's why I tend to like, you know, just focus uh, like a ton of vision, you know, just like have my vision into something and then just go for it and then not care what's going on around me. But I need to change that mentality and then change that way of me thinking because that's not right. That is not right at all. But uh, usually that's what um, it is, and that's what it happens. It's happening to me right now. And um, what I love, I do. What I do love about this process is that even in the toughest like moments of my anxiety. I know that it's gonna pass. That um, that feeling is just gonna like start subducing like slowly and slowly, and then I, I feel myself again. Because that, like I said, that's that's the beautiful part because it doesn't stick forever. If you find ways to, you know mold it, you could say, you could mold it into, like, a certain areas to work in, or uh, not to work in, but, like, you mold it into, like, certain mm, feelings to certain thoughts, and then it doesn't overwhelm your whole body. I don't know if I could explain myself in that aspect, because, For me, for example, for me, my anxiety becomes overwhelming in my brain. And once I feel it there, I could slowly mold it and could, like, I push it to a point, to an area of me that I could control. For example, I could, uh, if I feel it so overwhelming, in my brain I tend to like focus it onto my hands and I grasp something and then I you know play around with it so I could like work my anxiety through there while I'm interacting with someone because um so it will not overwhelm my brain too much now I have it in my hand now that I could control and I could like as long as I'm talking to this person, it's causing me anxiety. I have something to fidget with and still stay focused with this person because it's my anxiety is not in my brain no more; it's in my body, and that I could control. And that's a way that we could mold, you know, this anxiety into the, where we wanted it to be pinpointed. It helps. It helps. It helps me at points at times. Um, well, there's times that it's just there and I try to push it push it onto my body, onto my hands onto my feet and if I can't, that's where you know, before going into autopilot I retrieve and recharge and and then push myself again to, to meeting people, talking to people but if I know that if it's not coming for me if it's not me pushing myself and it's someone else pushing me and if I say you know what you know just give me some time this is overwhelming me um and they keep pushing me I just shut down and they get my autopilot the autopilot me and that's the worst part of me because I'm not really there I don't pay attention to you and then they seem interested and seem super excited in meeting you but when the next day you come up to me, I am nonchalant. I don't I don't know nothing about you. I don't know anything about you. Because I wasn't really there, you know? And that's something I really, really need to start working on more and more now. Because it's, it's a very valuable thing. And it's a really important thing for me to know people and get to know people. Because new thing, new things always overwhelm me. But because it's new, it doesn't mean it's bad, you know. And um, yeah, I just wanted to share um, this little, this brief, uh, you know, moment because I've been. Experiencing so many new things in life now that uh, tend to push me to like take, want to take other decisions. Want to push me. Want to you know do other things that they're not good for me or for my health or for anything. People around me, especially, and it's better to say it and spare to share it with people that you know they're there. They're your safeguard. They're always there for you, and this is something also I've been learning: that's not to uh, unload all your worries and things onto another person. Knowing if they can, knowing if they can take it, fine, it's perfect. But if they can't take it, and they, you don't know what men's, mental state they're in, or what um, position, or what position emotionally they are in, don't do it. Honestly, don't do it. And because you're not only, you know, unloading all your anxieties or your depressions and and problems to them, you're adding it to theirs, you know? And that's something that we really have to watch out for and everything because, like, my way of thinking is I ask first how they are how they feeling and especially if I'm really really close to this person and they're close to me they will tell me they will let me know how they feel how they're going through is and that lets me know if I can, you know share what I'm going through or share what I'm thinking because we have to be curious of of other people's feelings, mental state, emotional state, because um, things like this not only affect you, but could affect the other person, especially if they are those kind of people that make their problem, make your problems theirs, because that's the kind of person I am, I make other people's problems mine. And if I can help, and if I could do anything about it, you know, I'll do. You know, I will go ahead and do it. But um, that's um, and that's something I wanted to share. Uh, that anxiety is just—it uh, is a good thing, but same thing that it can be a bad thing, and I you could take advantage of it ride that wave, and, you know, let those feelings overwhelm you so much that, you know, you want to burst out and just, like, scream out loud or something, but, um, lately, that's, uh, what's been going through me and going through my mind, and it's, uh, one step at a time, one step at a time, but, You know, in this world, anxiety, depression, mental health is something that's not talked about much. Now it is, uh, but before it was like a kind of a stigma, it didn't really exist. But now, like, what I'm finding out is that it's not talked about much, especially in the biblical way say because you could find it anywhere else but biblically is like it's there there's stories about it but it's not really talked about and that's something I'm I am actually digging into because um there's always a source of believing in something having a Belief system. I don't know if I mentioned this before, but like you, you need a belief system—something sustainable that holds you, that uh, carries you, carries you, and cherishes you. Even if there's no human around you, but there's this belief system that sustains you, it keeps you upright and keeps. You going, and uh, that's something I pretty, I'm I'm digging into as well in the biblical sense of finding mental um, mental problems within the Bible because uh, I've been reading a couple books and I found it in, in the Book of John. I found it in the uh, Especially a book of hope, 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 and and it's and it's so um, interesting because you read this th- these books, but if you go through like certain things in life, you pick it up everywhere else. I don't know if I can make myself understandable, but um me that I go through these stuff, when I read these passages, when I read these books, my intention is, hmm, wait, but he's feeling like this because this happened to him, that means the way that he's feeling like this is because and then mental health comes in, you know, and And it's, uh, it's, for me, it's a very, very interesting thing because it's like people out there in the world, uh, have, uh, therapy, have, um, like friends and things like that. But, um, once you, if you're a believer, yes, you have, friends as well you have uh, therapy as well but in the bible we need source we need fundamentals in order for you to understand that there's a solution or there understand that you're not the only one who went through this look at this they went through this as well you know things like that that i've been trying to dig into But, um... uh, That's something that I will upload as well. What I find in a biblical sense of mental health. But, uh, yes. That's what I want to share. And that's what I wanted to, you know, release onto here. Because, um... I held it on for too long. And it's a... It needs to be that go-off, you know? All right, guys. Uh... Thank you for your time and uh, stay tuned for more.